Welcome to Sermons from Bailey Road. You are about to hear a sermon given at Bailey Road Baptist Church. Bailey Road is a small Bible-believing church located in North Jackson, Ohio, and is pastored by Pastor Aaron Smith. We are dedicated to serving the Lord through our people and through our teaching. We hope you are enlightened by today's message, and again, welcome to Bailey Road Baptist Church. All right, Ecclesiastes chapter 7. Thank you for letting us fix some technical difficulties. Um, Brother John was communicating with me this morning. I stepped over to here, and he just held up their microphone, and I knew immediately uh, we didn't have one uh, this morning, so I just came right back. And uh, I, I like to have a little bit of freedom uh, when, I, when I preach, and so that's how I like my government too, amen? Actually, I like my government with a lot of freedom uh, and my, my preaching with just a little, uh, but uh, amen, a little bit of freedom. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, Solomon has been giving us much in this category as he has been in search of his life. He's looking for something, he's trying to find it, and we're going to begin reading this evening in in the end of the chapter, and then we'll make application throughout the entire chapter, but we're going to read the last few verses here, and then we'll go back to the beginning and again make the application tonight, but for sake of time, we'll begin reading in verse number 23, and we'll read down through verse number 29. As the scripture says, and notice his words here. He said, all this have I proved by wisdom. I said, I will be wise. Look what he says. But it was far from me. It was far from me. That which was far off and exceeding deep, who can find it out? I applied my heart to know and to search and to seek out wisdom and the reason of things and to know the wickedness of folly, even of foolishness and madness. And I find more bitter than the death, than the death of the woman whose heart is snares and nets and her hands as bands Whoso pleaseth God shall escape from her. The sinner shall be taken by her. Behold, this have I found, saith the preacher, counting one by one to find out the account, which yet my soul seeketh, but I find not. One man among a thousand have I found, but a woman among all those have I not found. Lo, this only have I found, that God hath made man upright, but they have sought out many inventions. I want you to notice again in verse number 23, 
As Solomon states, all this have I proved by wisdom. I said, I will be wise, but it was far from me. That which is far off and exceeding deep, who can find it out? As Solomon has been in search of things, I mean all over the place. He's tried about everything. And every time he tries something, he finds it to not be enough. He tried entertainment, it wasn't enough. He tried the things he could see, it wasn't enough. As we come to Ecclesiastes chapter 7, and by way of titling this chapter, we'll see what happens when even wisdom is not enough. What happens in life when even wisdom is not enough? Let's pray and we'll get started. Heavenly Father, I thank you so very much. God, I thank you for the wisdom that you do give. God, you have told us in your word that if any lack wisdom to let us ask of you, that you give it to men liberally. But Father, we know that at the end of the day, wisdom in and of itself won't be enough. God, as we look at your word tonight, May it make sense in our hearts and in our minds that we may seek Thee and Thee alone. That we might have Your Word. Father, that as many have found themselves in the place as Solomon found himself, simply just a search of life, trying to fill empty spots, the empty holes within a soul, trying to fill it with things of life, philosophies of life, and even the wisdom of life, only to come up empty time and time again. God, may we come to the place we would know that it is not within the many inventions of man, but by your own hand, by you and you alone, that can fill that void that would be in our life. May we find you you may fill what needs filled, that you may make straight that which is crooked. Help us tonight. 
We ask and we pray these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Well, Solomon said, who can find out? Who can find it out? In verse 25, he said, I applied mine heart to know and to search and to seek out wisdom. We've discussed multiple times nearly each week that God had given to Solomon and made Solomon the wisest man that had ever lived. And he has searched in each chapter before this in many different instances. Again, we find in chapter 2, as Solomon describes to us, I remind you how he hated life, even though he could buy anything that his eyes desired. It wasn't in his fame. It was not in his fortune. It was not in the desires of life that he could fulfill, that he found his fulfillment. Matter of fact, he said it left him in an empty state, as he called it all vanity and vexation of spirit. Emptiness, want of desire, and irritation of the mind. And so now he has decided, I'm going to give my life to no wisdom. Now, we could read and go to passages in Proverbs, for sake of time we will not, but we know in passages in Proverbs where he says, wisdom is the principal thing. Wisdom is a wonderful thing. If you find wisdom, you have found a good thing. With wisdom, get knowledge. But here, at this time of Solomon's life, wisdom is not going to be enough, even though he's searching, even though he'll find it, it won't be enough. Can I take you to verse number one? and explain to you through this chapter why wisdom is not enough and what he found within this wisdom. And he gives us some wise statements here in chapter 7. And again, in Solomon's wisdom, he gives us some wonderful truth within this. As he says, a wonderful verse in verse number 1, a good name is better than precious ointment. And the day of death than the day of one's birth. When wisdom is not enough, I submit to you, number one, that a good name cannot be purchased. It'd be nice if it could be. But he says a good name is better than. Precious ointment. Again, you can go to the store, you can purchase precious ointment. But you can't purchase a good name. One could try, but you can't. 
You can try to purchase and cover up a bad name, but you can't purchase a good name. A good name is better than precious ointment, but yet in this good name seeking, he says that the day of death is better than the day of one's birth. I want you to think about that for a moment. We're talking about a good name. Tom and Lynette just had a grandbaby. Grandbaby number one, right? Amen. He's smiling already. I, I just mentioned, mentioned the grandbaby, and he's like, it was a good day, wasn't it? Solomon didn't think so. Is that not strange? Do you see how Solomon's wisdom is not enough? Now look, I understand. I totally understand as even Christians, as believers. Okay? Look, I know I, I just preached about it this morning. I know where I'm going when I die. You know where you're going when you die? Amen. But you know what? It's going to be a sad day if one of us dies. No one said amen. It's going to be a sad day. You rejoiced in the birth of your grandbaby. We mourn the death of people. But Solomon said, it's better to die than to be born. Now, maybe he was talking about going into eternal life. I'm not certain. That's the only thing I can even think to fathom in the idea that one's death would be better than one's birth. However, one cannot have eternal life without having life first. And so my, just my own personal opinion here is Solomon isn't necessarily talking about eternal life because when we look at the context here, Solomon is not going to really have a real positive outlook on life itself within this chapter here. Even though he says a good name is better than precious ointment. But when wisdom is not enough, a good name cannot be purchased. And when wisdom is not enough, I submit to you, number two, that sorrow is better than everything else. Sorrow is better than everything else. Let me ask you something. Do you, ever get, do you ever get to that place where it just doesn't matter, there's nothing that seems to cheer you up? You ever get to that place where 
I mean, even the, the things that you at one time enjoyed bring no joy. You ever get there? I'll tell you, I've been there. I've been there. It's, it's like, man, it's, I, I used to enjoy this. I'm not enjoying it right now. Life stinks. I mean, look, when pecan pie won't cheer you up, you know it's bad. I'm just saying. But I've been there. Eat a piece of pecan pie and it's like, that's gone. Maybe I should try another piece. No, I'm serious. Maybe I should try another piece and see if that works. It doesn't. Maybe a bowl of ice cream will work with the third piece of pecan pie. No, you think I'm joking? I'm not. When wisdom is not enough, sorrow is better than everything else. You see what he says? In verse 2, it is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men. And the living will lay it to his heart. Sorrow is better than laughter. For by the sadness of the countenance, the heart is made better. What? How many of you, now be, let's be real here for a moment. How many of you know, when you read this, that it is not really better to go to the house of mourning? You know that. Okay, good. I have one. You see, this is Solomon saying, I have searched out wisdom, and I've found it. I've searched it out, and what I have found is it's better to go to the house of mourning. You see, when, this is what happens when wisdom by itself is not enough. Sorrow is better than everything else. Sorrow is better than laughter, verse 3 says. For by the sadness of the countenance of heart, the heart is made better. The heart of the wise is in the house of the morning. But the heart of fools is in the house of mirth or the house of entertainment. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the song of fools. For as the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. The crackling of thorns, what's cooking underneath the pot and, and cooking, uh, burning underneath that, it's just gone. It's a waste, he says. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad. And a gift destroyeth the heart. Now hold on a second. How many of you like to get a gift? 
Everybody likes a gift. Unless you're mad. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're so mad and angry and bitter and messed up, and somebody comes in and gives you something, and you say, well, I don't want that. That's what's happening here. A gift destroyeth the heart. Wait, what? No, it doesn't. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof. Now that, I guess it would all depend on what we're talking about. Some of you can't wait for church to be over. So it may be better is the end than the beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. That I can agree with. He says, be not hasty in thy spirit and to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Absolutely true. Say not thou, what is the cause of that former days were better than these? For thou dost not inquire wisely concerning this. Do you see, when wisdom is not enough, a good name cannot be purchased, and sorrow is better than everything else. Because nothing else seems to matter. Then by the time we get to verse number 11, he says... Wisdom is good with an inheritance. And by it there is profit to them that see the sun. For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. The excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. He says... Consider the work of God, for who can make that straight, which he hath made crooked? In the day of prosperity, be joyful, but in the day of adversity, consider. God also hath set the one over against the other, to the end that man should find nothing after him. Look what he says. Verse 15, all things have I seen in the days of my vanity. Again, all things. He says, I have seen everything in the days of my emptiness, in the days of my vanity, in the days of all that I desire. I've seen everything. Then he says, there is a just man that perisheth in his righteousness. And there is a wicked man that prolongeth his life in his wickedness. When wisdom doesn't make, or when wisdom is not enough, wisdom itself doesn't make sense. Do you realize what Solomon just said? He said, I've seen everything. 
He said, as a matter of fact, consider the work of God. Who can make that straight which God made crooked? Who can? You want the answer? No one. Because God made it that way. No one. So as a matter of fact, in the day of prosperity, be joyful. The day of adversity, consider. God hath set one against the other. And men should find nothing after him. He said, I've seen everything. He said, I've seen the just man perish. The just man. The man that deserved to live, he perished. And the wicked man prolongeth his life in his wickedness. That is to say, the one that deserved to die, he lived. You know what Solomon is saying here? He's saying, in all of my wisdom, doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Be not righteous over much, he says. Neither make thyself over wise. Why shouldest thou destroy thyself? Be not over much wicked. Neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? It is good that thou shouldest take hold of this. Yea, also from this withdraw not thine hand. For he that feareth God shall come forth of them all. And look at what he says. Wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than ten mighty men which are in the city. For there is not a just man upon earth that doeth good and sinneth not. And take no heed unto all words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant curse thee. For oftentimes also thine own heart knoweth that thou thyself likewise hast cursed others. When wisdom is not enough, wisdom itself doesn't make sense. So much so that Solomon says, don't even try. Don't even try. Don't try to excel. Don't try to do things well. But then he says, now, now don't, don't, don't be a fool either. But don't, don't be righteous over much. Don't try to be overly wise. Were you going to destroy yourself? Don't, don't, don't do too much. But don't, don't be a wicked fool either. Just, just do enough. That is Solomon's. Wise advice. In his search of wisdom, as he says, 
Wisdom strengtheneth the wise. More than ten men, ten mighty men, which are in the city. And he says in verse 23, All this have I proved by wisdom. As I said, I will be wise. But it was far from me. And that which is far off and exceeding deep, who can find it out? I applied mine heart to know and to search and to seek out wisdom. And the reason of things, and to know the wickedness of folly, even of foolishness and madness, and I find more bitter than the death the woman, whose heart is snares and nets, and her hands as bands, whoso pleaseth God shall escape from her, the sinner shall be taken by her. Behold, he says, This have I found, saith the preacher, counting one by one to find out the account which yet my soul seeketh. I find not. One man among a thousand have I found, but a woman among all those have I not found. Lo, This only have I found, that God made man upright. They have sought out many inventions. In the 29th verse, as Solomon concludes this chapter and this thought, When wisdom is not enough, we find that a good name cannot be purchased. We find that sorrow is better than everything else. We find that wisdom itself doesn't even make sense. What we find mostly is that there is only One place left to look. That is to God. Solomon said in the 29th verse, Lo, this only have I found. This only have I found that God hath made man up. He said, it's God. He said, now man, they've sought out many inventions. And oh, they have, haven't they? Remember earlier in this book, Solomon said, there's nothing new under the sun? Things haven't changed much, have they? Invention upon invention. 
even today, constantly finding inventions. I heard, I was reading a book earlier this week, companies that have gone belly up, have failed in their existence. I read about companies that, and I can't, their names are escaping me, but I read about one company that in its last year of existence, in its last year of existence, filed for over 609 brand new patents. And yet they failed. But filed for 609 new patents. Other companies the same way. Why? Because man is always seeking out many inventions. Trying to figure things out. Trying to get by and get there. But when wisdom is not enough, there's only but one place left to look. When seeing is not enough, there's only but one place left to look. When entertainment is not enough, and when money is not enough, and let me tell you, all of those things will never be enough. And so really, what we can learn from the seeking of Solomon and the wisdom of Solomon, or really maybe even we could say, in all of Solomon's wisdom, could we even say this, as the wisest man that ever lived, in the lack of Solomon's wisdom, could we learn that it is not the last place that we should look, but rather the very first place we should be looking is God. You see, God was the last place that Solomon thought to look. He ought to be our first. He ought to be our first. We should learn from the mistake of Solomon. Lo, this only have I found. Well, he found it. He exposed it. We must learn from it. And we not search out human wisdom, human entertainment, seeing all that we can find. May we simply start with God. Because I submit to you tonight that wisdom on its own will never be enough to fill the void of anyone's life. Never be enough. But God will always be enough. We'll have every head bowed, every eye closed.